God's power for salvation to everyone who believes. One thing, I don't know why. It doesn't even matter how hard you try. Keep that in mind. And the sign is right. There was plain in due time. Oh, I know. Time is a valuable thing. Watch it fly by as the pendulum swings. Watch it count down to the end of the day. The clock takes life away. It's so unreal. Didn't look out below. Watch the time go right out the window. Trying to hold on, but you didn't even know. Wasted it all just to watch Good morning and welcome to another Just Inform Talk radio show. I'm your host, Craig James, and we are live coming to you from the front range of Colorado here at 1360 KHNC on the AM dial. I hope you guys are having a wonderful day. Today is, of course, you guessed it, Tinfoil Friday, and we're going to be going through some big tinfoil hat conspiracy stories, which, you know, what we do here every Friday as we dive down the rabbit hole and take the red pill and we cover the stories and information that the fake news will not and we ask the questions that they will not and we look at the information that they don't want you to see so make sure you stay tuned that's coming up in hour two of the show but as usual we're going to spend the first hour going through some of these big stories that are breaking yes we have a lot of stories breaking over the last 24 hours that we're going to get into and I guess the biggest one right now, it's kind of a tie, but I guess we'll just start with this. Special counsel investigating Joe Biden's stolen classified document scandal is not, I repeat, not expected to bring criminal charges. And of course, why would they? I mean, that, it only makes sense that Joe Biden can, you know, keep classified documents in his garage and at his, you know private consulting firm's office or whatever it is over at the Penn University, it, that's totally fine. But if Trump does it, I mean, we should throw him in prison for 30 years. And, of course, it's no surprise, but it, it should be shocking. This should be every, a headline across every newspaper in the country, reporters... Real journalists should be doing in-depth investigations and reporting on this matter. But, of course, because we have an American Pravda who lie and do not tell us the truth and work for the deep state globalists who have infiltrated this nation and want to destroy it, we're not going to get the information and we're certainly not going to find accountability for these people who continually cover for one another. Special Counsel Robert Hur, who's been overseeing the investigation of Joe Biden's stolen classified documents, according to reports that have come out, is expected not to bring criminal charges, according to the Wall Street Journal. Instead, he will release a report on his investigation, which is, of course, <laughs> you know, just like Durham, just like the rest of these failed investigations, where you have massive criminal corruption that is just completely ignored, swept under the rug, covered up. And I cannot lie, this is not surprising. I mean, we almost expected this to happen, but at the same time, you have to really sit back 
and almost appreciate the complete and utter hypocrisy of, of all of this. Right? Where it's, we're going to put Trump on trial in Miami for having classified documents at his Mar-a-Lago mansion. And he, he mishandled them. They were only protected by the Secret Service and under lock and key with only, you know, the president and a few select others with security clearances able to access them. But Joe Biden throwing them in his garage in Delaware, eh, you know, what are you going to do, right? But of course they don't want to open that can of worms, you know, where that will lead. We all know where that will lead. It will lead directly to people like Hunter Biden and the rest of the criminal family. So we can't do that because our DOJ has failed, our FBI is corrupt, and there's so much infiltration by corrupt actors, bad actors, bad faith actors, that there really is no hope for anything to come of this except that I guess we see them for who they are more clearly. I guess that's the only silver lining there. But according to reports, at least five White House aides, including former White House counsel Dana Remus, were involved in the Biden classified document scandal. The prosecutor investigating why classified documents ended up at the president's home and former offices preparing a report that is expected to be sharply critical of how he and his longtime aides handled the matter, but or the material. But the probe isn't likely to result in a criminal case, according to people familiar with the matter. Since his appointment in January, Special Counsel Robert Hur has interviewed roughly 100 of Biden's aides, colleagues, and family members, including son Hunter, culminating in a two-day interview with the president last month. Joe Biden stole SCIF-designated classified documents and improperly stored them at the Penn-Biden Center. Biden also stored classified documents in his garage next to his Corvette, where his son Hunter had access to the sensitive materials. Nine boxes of documents were taken from Joe Biden's lawyer's office in Boston, and we have no idea what is in those boxes because of Nash, because the National Archives is covering up for Biden. Joe Biden also withheld information from the Senate Intelligence Committee. Merrick Garland appointed Robert Hur as a special counsel to investigate the stolen documents in January, and Biden was interviewed 10 months later. Last month, Joe Biden's scandal spokesman Ian Sams said Biden spent two days with special counsel Robert Hur about his handling of stolen classified documents. Meanwhile, President Trump is facing 40 felony counts related to special counsel Jack Smith's classified documents case after Trump lawfully stored presidential records at Mar-a-Lago. And, I mean... Should, are we surprised? I'm not, unfortunately. I wish I was. I wish I was shocked. I wish that our whole country was shocked. I wish there was. I wish we hadn't been desensitized, and we haven't been hadn't been desensitized to the point where, and demoralized to the point where we just accept this. We roll over and say, "Yeah, <laughs> that corrupt Joe." That's a sad conversation. I'm sure you've had it, like I have. You know, I'm pretty vocal about my disdain for Joe and how I, I truly believe constitutional sheriffs need to start forming posses and arresting these criminals because that's our only line of legal recourse at this point given the fact that our federal agencies are so heavily infiltrated by traitors 
and corrupt actors who are, you know, essentially facilitating these crimes. They're aiding and abetting the enemies of this nation uh, in their actions. But I have this conversation often where I talk to people, and it's, it's almost this sense of defeat, you know. And I don't mean this as a knock on anybody in particular, but I'll have conversations with friends and acquaintances where I'll say, you know, I'll make some statement that, you know, Joe Biden needs to be in prison. We should, we should be working on that, him and his corrupt criminal son. And the response I get from people a lot of time is, yeah, those criminals, you know, what are we going to do? They're just a bunch of criminals and this and that, which is fine. I understand where that, that response comes from, but I don't think people even realize how desensitized to this corruption and demoralized to our inability to do anything about it, how, how deep and, and pervasive that truly is. Because that is defeatism. That is relinquishing our rights to, to rule of law. <clears throat> if these people get away with this, and I've said this before, <clears throat> if you think they're just going to stop here, mark my words, it, it doesn't end here. We need, we need a, a lot of things. We need, a, a, first of all, a revival in Christ. But I would say more important, or less importantly than that, to be correct. Secondly, I should say, we need a reformation in our law enforcement agencies, and we need to have some sort of legal recourse against these criminals running our, our government. These people are the enemies of the constitutional republic. They've made that clear with their actions. Anyway, when we come back, we have more stories to get into, plus Tinfoil Friday in the second hour. Stay tuned. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. We'll be back after the break. This is Steve of Ramsey Auto Group. Hey, this is Mike from Ramsey Auto Group. Just stopping in to say hi, let you know that we're still open, still in business, and still rocking and rolling. You know, if you're looking for a good car experience, come see us. We have old school values. We still operate by handshake. We're not pushy. We want you to be happy, and uh, we have a great selection of trucks. 6175 West 10th Street, Greeley. 970-443-5654. 970-443-5654. This is Rick Rodriguez. Christ said he would build his church, and the gates of hell would not prevail against it. Join me on Sundays from 9 to noon for the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program on 1360 AM KHNC. Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. And for the break, we were talking about Joe Biden 
And the special counsel, which was tasked with investigating the stolen classified documents which were in his possession at multiple locations. And of course, nothing's going to happen. There will be no criminal charges brought against Hunter, against Joe Biden while Trump's still facing 40 felony counts related to special counsel Jack Smith's classified documents case in Miami. Now, I was talking about the demoralization and the defeatism and the desensitization. And I guess I found this story that I, I thought was worth sharing that speaks directly to this, right? How do you demoralize a nation, right? You demoralize it by teaching the youth to hate that which made this nation great. And you know what made this nation great? The Christian principles on which this, this nation was founded. That's what made this nation great. That's what they, they hate about it. A lot of these leftists, because they've chosen in their hearts to reject God. And this is what they teach our children and reward our children for believing in school. <clears throat> what do you expect is going to happen when you teach a bunch of kids that we're all just evolved animals existing in the Darwinistic hierarchy of, of species? If you teach them that, you, you don't expect them not, you cannot expect them to behave like civil human beings. I mean, they're going to be Just, just destructive forces. When you reject the Ten Commandments, we say we cannot teach our children principles and morals that are directly connected to what we know made this country not only great, but successful and prosperous and stable and secure. You can't expect anything. And, and this story I have right here just, just summarizes this. And, and not only that, the, the adoption of anti-Christian principles in this nation is probably the most destructive element. But then it's always mixed with a corrosive racist element. And this story is insane. So a high school champion uh, or a high school debate team, right, was prompted to have a debate on a certain topic. And instead... These children decided to ignore the prompt for the debate and go on an anti-white, anti-Christian, racist, demonic tirade. And not only were they not punished for doing that, but they were also rewarded by winning the debate. Here is a clip from that debate. I wish I was making this up. I truly wish in my heart that this is not where our country has fallen to, but this is where we're at. And I don't know what you need to see to wake up. Maybe a lot of you out there listening to this show particularly are already aware of this and awakened to it. But do you know how many people who call themselves Christians in this nation are just completely asleep at the wheel while their kids are in schools being taught this garbage, this satanic doctrine of hatred and evil. We need to wake up, folks, because this is what they are teaching our children. This is what our children are being taught in these schools. Listen to this clip. 
We demand that white Christians be held accountable for America's original sin. The negative continues the trend in politics while whiteness devours the other. Debating this topic is irrelevant while society is dominated by white Christians. Even if we have something educational to say about this topic, the political will just pray it away and continue their mission to conquer the world in the name of Jesus Christ. The military-industrial complex has been coupled with American Christianity, the worship of the weapons of whiteness. The United States was built to be a city upon a hill for white Christians. American Christianity has controlled all aspects of politics, such as justifying slavery. We solved by decoupling weapons and warships and ending the crusade. White Christians literally inscribe scriptures onto their weapons, worshiping through war. We want to repent for our sins and show America's failure. By voting for us, the judge will send a signal to political leaders and condemn Christianity in politics. That ends up being a 2-1 for Livingston. The affirmative tells me, in summary and final focus, that the role of the ballot for me is to reject Christian militarism. So at the end of the day, I'm left with deciding which side I think is better, doing a better job rejecting Christian militarism. Do you hear this? Do you, do you hear some of the things that they're saying here? They're saying that they need to reject white Christianity and its militarism. Do you see the propaganda that they're, they're instilling in these children's brains? Because let's be honest, children are stupid and gullible. Let's just be honest. Let's not sugarcoat this. So these stupid and gullible children have been taught by insidious and nefarious actors who are adults to hate this country, which, God bless these kids, I really hope one day they never have to live in a country where there isn't a system set up by Christian principles and values to guide and protect them, because you know where that goes, and we know how that ends, but these kids are stu too stupid to realize that, unfortunately for them. And their parents are too naive and ignorant to understand how that would go either. But beyond that, this is being rewarded. These kids won this debate. And you almost, I mean, obviously you can't really blame these children because they're just, they're just regurgitating the anti-white, anti-Christian, anti-America propaganda and, and communist Marxist garbage that they are force-fed in these public indoctrination facilities that we call schools. But this makes me disgusted and sick to my stomach. And when are parents going to wake up to it? And when, and when are, when are we going to start marching in the streets like these Palestinian protesters or the Black Lives Matter people or the Antifa people. When are we going to, what line has to be crossed for us to get activated? That's my question. And, I, and I'm not saying, you know, hey, I'm, I'm perfect and I do all these things, but, you know, I've, I've devoted my life to exposing this evil and rebuking it in all of its forms and sharing the gospel of Christ knowing that that is the hope that will save this nation, that is the hope that can save this nation, that is the promise that we've been given and guaranteed that Christianity is the only way. And you know what? I don't care what anybody says. They can chastise me, criticize me, call me this, call me that, call me fascist, call me call me transphobic, call me racist, call me whatever you want. I don't care. Christ is king. If you don't like that, if you don't like that this country is successful, secure, and prosperous, because of the Christian values that it was built upon, then please, by all means, leave my country. I don't want you here. I don't need you here. I don't care about you. Other than, as a Christian, I care 
that I hope your soul gets saved and that you repent of your sin and you find Christ in your heart and realize the things he can do for you and why he is the way, the truth, and the light. Because at some point we got to stop being lukewarm about all this. At some point we have to choose to let our passion for Christ take control of our lives. Let the Holy Spirit fill us with the words we need to say when we need to say them and to go out in this world and do great things for Christ. Because if this is the next generation right here, if this is what's being rewarded and taught and and preached, you guys know where this ends, right? You know, everything might be okay today. It might be okay tomorrow. But we've seen this time and again in history and it usually ends with Christians burning on crosses And of course, we know biblically that these times are ahead of us just as well. And we prepare ourselves with our faith. But I cannot stress enough how disgusting this is and why we need to stand against it. Because, you know, I know we started with Joe Biden and his criminal escapades being unpunished. But I'm telling you, folks, that the the, the root of all of this, the root of why criminals run our government, the root of why evil seems to have taken over in this nation is because of rejection of God. When you reject Christ and when you reject Christianity, the thing that made this country great, the thing that makes us prosperous, secure, That is the the ultimate affront to God. And when you turn your back on God, guess what? Bad things happen. And these kids, you know, they're too dumb to know better. They think they know everything. Little 14-year-old children, they just know everything about the world, right? Can't tell them anything. But I'll tell you what, the adults in the room got to stand up and put an end to this nonsense at some point because these people will not stop taking and taking and taking and they'll keep taking until there's nothing left and you don't believe me just just go look at it historically in any other country where they've rejected god it never turns out too well historically going back you can go back thousands of years so, I'm, I'm a little bit uh, perturbed this morning with that. But I just, I think that that story cannot be understressed. <laughs> you cannot understate the level of destruction. I mean, right now, look at what you have. You have people marching through the streets, glorifying uh, cult-worshipping national socialists like Hitler saying insanely hateful rhetoric toward others, calling and and, and supporting terrorists in in the Middle East, Muslim, Islamic terrorists. People, wake up! I'm not calling for a crusade here, but I'm saying we need to get back to Christ. And we need to do it quick. Otherwise, this nation is doomed to fail. 
We have a text for texting, and if you want a text or call, the text number is always open. Uh, somebody from the 765, or 763 text that I should watch the documentary George Floyd in the fall of Minneapolis. Uh, if we stand for the truth, we f- will fall for the lies. And uh, they gave me a rumble link. Yeah, I'll have to check that out later. Yeah, I mean, George Floyd's a great example of another thing. Uh, somebody th- from... Somebody from the 303 says, Craig, doesn't the Jews reject Christ? Well, I guess so. And we should have hope for all of them, right? That we can bring them to Christ. That's what the Bible teaches. But just because others take actions that don't align with us doesn't mean that we have to stop standing up for what we principally know to be true and believe it. And fighting for it. So you can, you can deflect and say, oh, well, don't these people do that and don't those people do that? How about we do what we were taught biblically to do? Rebuke evil in all of its forms. Perform the Great Commission. Go out in the world. Make disciples of all the nations. Put our lives on the line for Christ because he gave his for ours. How about that? Instead of deflecting and saying, oh, you know, these people are that people. How about we take accountability for ourselves and make this country great with Christ at the, as the central figure in our lives so that we can show and lead by example to others, for others, who are lost. How about that? And I'm not saying that to be... I'm not trying to, to you know... Go after this, the texture. So if you want to text, go ahead and text. But I'm just saying, how about we do that? And then they, they text again and say there are Palestinians that are Christian. And? What, what, what is your point? I don't understand your point. There, there are people in Israel who are Christians. What is the point of the, the, the comment? I don't get it. We are Christians. This is a Christian nation. We are losing sight of that. We are walking away from that. I am saying that is what needs to be fixed. It's not a complicated argument. And I'm trying to keep it simple because it is simple. It's not easy. Some of the, some of the most simple things are some of the most difficult things for us to do. So... My whole argument is this. We need to go back to Christ. We need to reject this demonic force that's overtaking our nation. And let God do things that we think now are impossible. Because he can and he will. But we have to give him our lives and let him use us. So... Anyway, I appreciate the text. You can keep texting if you want. Uh, there was 877-536-1360. Stay tuned. More to come. Tinfoil Friday coming up in the second hour. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. We'll be back after the break. 
This is Craig James from Just Informed Talk Radio, and I want to take a second to tell you about my friends over at TheFreedomPeople.org. If you guys haven't tried them, you need to give them a call today. All you have to do is go to TheFreedomPeople.org and set up your call. And what can they help you do? Well, through legal and lawful processes, they'll help you reduce exposure to the tax man or other bureaucratic bodies. They can help you do things like set up express trusts, which help manage your business assets and affairs effectively and privately, while helping you gain greater control of you and your family. Family's future. It can also help you do things like set up private membership associations, which help you restructure your business in a way that allows you to run it exactly how you want. If you believe your children should be able to receive their inheritance without paying an arm and leg in taxes, and that taxes are unjust, the government ceases to represent the interests of its people. I want you to take a second today to go to the T H E FreedomPeople.org and schedule your call. Let them know I sent you. But more importantly, help make sure that your future is protected and that your business and your family are protected. Hi folks, Joe Jaquin here from the Half Empty Cup of Joe Show. Are you worried about investing in the stock market, especially with Joe Biden in office? Do you really trust this economy? What if you could invest in a secure, collateralized portfolio with a high fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed? A portfolio where you know what each monthly statement would look like with no surprises. Your interest is compounded daily. You're paid monthly and there are no fees. You can turn your income on or off compound it whatever you choose and get this there's absolutely no loss of principal if you ever need your money back go to investyrefi.com that's invest the letter y r-e-f-y.com or call 888-YREFI-24 you can earn a fixed rate of return that's up to 10.25 percent just call 888-YREFI-24 or go to investyrefi.com and tell them joe said you Sucker punch somebody on a sidewalk Carjacking old lady at a red light Pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store You think it's cool, act a fool if you like Cuss out a cop, spit in his face Stomp on the flag and light it up Yeah, you think it's tough Well, try that in a small town Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. And we're going to keep going. We have more stories to cover. Before we do, though, thanks to one of the sponsors of the show. You know it's thefreedompeople.org. If you guys haven't tried them out, give them a shot today. What can you expect when you give them a call? Well, here's what you do. You First off, you just go set up a call with them. They give you a free 30-minute consultation and run you through how they can legally and lawfully help you reduce exposure to the tax ban and other bureaucratic bodies. But all you have to do is go to thefreedompeople.org. There's a button at the top that says schedule a call. Click that. Then you have a calendar. You pick a date. Pick a time. They'll call you, give you a free 30-minute consultation. And uh, what they end up doing is they can help you do things like set up an express trust or a private membership association, all of which can help you legally and lawfully uh, you know, reduce your exposure to these tax uh, taxing and bureaucratic entities. So give them a call and just have a conversation. That's all I'm going to ask. I don't want anything else other than that. And when you do, just let them know you heard it over here on Just Form Talk with Craig James. But uh, all you have to do is set up that call, and they will do the rest as far as explaining how they can particularly help you. And if anything, you'll just walk away with 30 minutes more of knowledge that you can put in your back pocket and use when you think is necessary. So... <clears throat> let's let's go 
Let's go back to the tax line. Somebody said uh, the point of what they were saying before is that Israel wants to get rid of all Palestinian people, and our leaders and our government hold dual citizenship with Israel. I completely agree with you about getting our country back to Christ. Love your show. Okay, that, that's fine. I understand. That's a very fair uh, observation, right? And, and making fair observations, I think, is wildly important. Yes, there are a number of people in this country, especially in the government, who hold a dual citizenship with Israel, and Israel is committing a very broad-sweeping operation in Palestine. And yes, I do believe that targeting Christians anywhere is wrong. But again, I'll just say this. This is my humble opinion. We're not in Palestine. We're not in Israel. We're in the United States of America. And if we don't get our house in order, how can we help anyone anywhere? How can we help Palestinian Christians or Israeli Christians or, you know, Ugandan Christians or, you know, South African Christians or Australian Christians or Canadian. How can we do it for anyone if we can't get our own house in order, if our own country is being overrun by demonic and satanic forces that want to destroy us from within? So... It's not necessary. I appreciate you saying you love the show too, and I really appreciate you contributing. I think your contributions help me make a better show and, and, and to flesh out my ideas more clearly. And I appreciate that. So, my only counterpoint would be look, I appreciate that, that Israel has its own motivations and is doing things that I don't agree with or approve of. I don't think Palestine is being ran properly at all. I think it's ran by a bunch of terrorists. Yes, there are Christians in those places, both Israel and Palestine. But we have to get our house in order here and go back to Christ. If we do not, mark my words, we won't be able to help anybody. It's like when you're on the airplane. And this is kind of a stupid example, but I'll just say it anyway. And, and the mask drop down, and they tell you, put the mask on yourself before you put it on your small child. You know why they do that? Because if there is a cabin depressurization and, and the oxygen levels drop and you go to put the mask on your child, well, then <laughs> you may in fact black out and then not be able to help anyone. But if you put the mask on yourself first, then you're going to be aware and able to help others who can't help themselves, if that makes sense. So it's not the best example, but you guys get what I'm saying. Uh the texter texted back in and said, you, you, hit, you just hit the nail on the head. Okay, I appreciate that. I really do. And I, and I really appreciate you guys texting in. Look, this is the truth. And, and, and they don't like it. They don't want to talk about it. But we have to fix this nation first. Then we can go help other nations. Then we can go help Christians across the world. So that's, that's a good thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, somebody put the 503... Somebody says, supporting Israel to attack Christians will exclude you from Christianity. Okay, fine. <laughs> I, I would say, don't support Israel attacking Christians. Is that a controversial thing to say? Anyone? All right, thanks for the observations. Keep texting in if you got anything. 877-536-1360. But we have a few more stories I want to get through. But that's just like the simple rundown of where... Everything becomes clear, right? Once you examine these issues, there's a core element 
of how we've gotten here and how and why things keep getting worse. The rejection of Christ, the rejection of Christianity. And if people don't like that, like I said, then you don't like what you don't like this country, then you don't like what made this country great in the first place. You don't like what it was foundationally built upon. And if that's the case, then by all means, go find another country. I, I, it's not that I don't want you to find Christ, and I don't love you as a Christian would love anybody who is is in who who they see hope that God can change, because I do see hope for for pretty much all these lost people. And. But I'm not going to enjoin myself with them, and I'm not going to stop rebuking them, and I'm not going to stop sharing the gospel with them, and I'm not going to stop believing what I believe in Christ, through Christ, with the scripture, and I'm not going to stop living that and trying to promote that as a tenet principle for life and how we become successful in life and prosperous and, and exceed what we think we can do. It is only through God and with God and His Son, our Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. So... Okay, I have other news stories. Let me getting way off here. We're we're gonna get through the news before Tinfoil Friday, which is just more stories anyway. So you're gonna want to stay tuned. Um, here's a disturbing story. Okay, for all my uh, this is kind of on the Tinfoil Hat conspiracy level with uh, it being Tinfoil Friday. I thought this was a good news story. So according to a report that just came out of the Pentagon. They have, as of yesterday, it just broke that the Pentagon has failed its sixth audit in as many years. It says in the report, in early October, it was reported the Pentagon was crying broke to Congress. Now they're saying that they have failed its sixth straight audit with little improvement from last year. The Department of Defense failed its sixth straight audit with little positive change from the year prior, despite pledges from Pentagon leaders to make improvements on the massive undertaking each year. So here's the report. Auditing the department's $3.8 trillion in assets and $4 trillion in liabilities is a massive undertaking and apparently they cannot find where all the money's going. Now I'm, I'm old enough to remember that the last time the Pentagon failed to account for a trillion dollars, I don't know if it was a trillion or a billion back then, was on September 10th, 2001. And we all saw what happened there. So I'm not saying anything, because obviously this is not the first time that this has happened since, but I'm just saying, whenever I see a report that says something like, Pentagon cannot account for two point five or three point eight trillion dollars the first thing I recall is that the last time this happened the next very next day we had 9-11 Twin Towers came down Pentagon was attacked the White House was threatened and I'm not saying <laughs> that we're gonna have the same thing happen but folks we got to pay attention Keep your head on a swivel. Watch your six. Make sure if you see something, say something. 
When we come back, we have more stories to cover. Call or text 877-536-1360. Look, we're going to keep going. We have a lot more to cover. Plus, Tinfoil Friday coming up in the second hour. Stay tuned. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. We'll be back after the break. Are you looking to sell your excess construction equipment? Trust Steffes Group's team of professionals to get you the best return on your investment. Steffes Group is a nationally recognized leader in the auction business with over 60 years of experience. Their team of professionals prioritize honesty, integrity, and outstanding service, and they work with you every step of the way to ensure a smooth and successful auction process. Go to steffesgroup.com right now to find a sales representative near you and discuss your options today. Hi, this is Tammy Cuthbert-Garcia with Naturally Inspired Radio. Tune in Monday through Thursday at 3 p.m. for the latest in natural health news. Get real solutions for healthy living and hear from our inspiring guests that are leading the way in health and freedom. Lord, it's a damn shame what the world's gotten to. Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. And, you know, a lot of the morning we've talked about the rejection of God and Christ and how rejecting the Christian principles and tenets that made this country great, that created a successful and prosperous nation, that that's why we're a nation in decline, that that's why evil has taken over all these institutions, that that, that explains everything. If you want a simple explanation, that is it. We talked about this high school debate team which ignored one of the prompts for their debates and went on an anti-white, anti-Christian tirade and ended up winning the debate. And that's what we're reinforcing educationally to these young, naive, gullible, stupid children. And I mean that with all respect to parents out there. But if you don't remember how you were as a child, how gullible and naive you were, or you you don't have kids and you don't see it on a first-hand basis then I don't know what to tell you because that, that's it's not the kids thinking these things up. It's them being taught that and then regurgitating it. So it's not just, though, in our schools, in our high schools and, and, and uh, you know elementary schools. It's also in our colleges. We have Georgetown University forced to fund devil worship lecture using school alumni and donor money. So apparently... America's oldest Catholic institution, Georgetown University, was forced to host leaders of the Satanic Temple. Donors, alumni, and students were outraged, but certain university leadership fought against the misuse of funds. Once the leaders of the Satanic Temple chastised students about their Catholic beliefs, capitalism, and even an appreciation for America and Western culture as a whole, Georgetown's devout Catholic donors unknowingly paid for an anti-religious hate group to speak an anti-Christ hate group, to speak at their university. The Satanic Temple's main documented goal is to dismantle religion and community specifically targeting Christians. And that is happening at our universities. And, And then what happens is these people become adults 
and then they're promoted by the satanic system, and then they become God-hating and God-rejecting, demonically driven influencers of younger children and generations. And that's exactly what happened here. Megan Rapinoe, you know her, the America-hating, queer, feminist, whatever person who's on the U.S. women's soccer team. Well, this, let me just play a statement she made the other day, talking about how in her, I guess apparently during her final match, she injured herself. I don't know, she tore or or, uh, rolled her ankle or tore a, a ligament or something. I don't know what the injury was. But this is her in the press conference afterward. And see if you can spot the satanic and demonic undertone of what she's saying here. Listen to this clip. And this is a long one, although I'm, I'm going to get the Aaron Rodgers treatment, whatever that is. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to be calling him or whoever did his surgery because we need to speed this up. But, yeah, I thought about it a little bit. I mean, you know, I'm not a religious person or anything. And if there wasn't God, like, this is proof that there isn't. This is f***ed up. Um, so, yeah, it just, it's just f***ed up because, like, six minutes in. Eat my Achilles. I mean, what the f***? And this is a long one. Although I'm, I'm gonna get the Aaron Rodgers treat. Okay, so I don't know if you caught it there. Amongst all the cursing and rejecting of, you know, or uh, you know, saying how you know, she said basically that she, the fact she tore her, I guess she tore her Achilles tendon. The fact that she tore her Achilles tendon in her final game is proof there isn't a God. Because how? Why would God allow such a bad? Why would God allow a bad thing to happen to such a great person as Mag, Megan Rapinoe? Now, I'm not going to speak to Megan Rapinoe's eternal soul. That is for her and God to figure out when she finally gets to meet him. But I will say this, that this is, this is a cultural thing, folks. This isn't just, it's not just being pushed in the elementary schools where they have little, they have satanic after school clubs or the high schools where they teach your kids to be racist anti-Christians or the colleges where they host lectures from the satanic temple to teach your kids about how Satanism is so great. It's also in professional athletes, in professional sports where they come out and they say there is no God because they got hurt. How do we get here as a civilization, as a culture, I mean, as a country? It's an outright rejection of God, is what it is. And I just see this, and, and it becomes more and more clear every day that when I talk about all these other stories, you know, Joe Biden gets away with another crime, Trump's under indictment, the system's breaking, the FBI's corrupt, the DOJ are liars and corrupt criminals. The White House is ran by a bunch of globalists who want to destroy America. I just keep coming to the same conclusion that this stuff is the true threat. It's not China. It's not the globalists. Because all of this would take care of itself if we put our faith back in Christ. All of this would be manageable and God could do things that we can't even understand or fathom right now. I've seen it in my own life. I've seen it in other people's lives. So my only prescription for all of this is, look, go back to Christ. So other stories. We got more. We got more. We got more. 
Wyoming lawyer files lawsuit to block Trump and Senator Loomis from state ballots. A Laramie-based attorney, Tim Newcombs, filed a lawsuit against Wyoming Secretary of State Chuck Gray. The suit seeks to exclude former President Donald Trump and U.S. Senator Cynthia Loomis from future ballots in Wyoming. The legal action filed earlier this month in Albany County District Court is part of a broader series of election interference from the far left across the United States. So that's great. So it's Colorado, it's Minnesota, it's now it's Wyoming. It's spreading like a virus, and I've told you how this is going to end. I've made it very clear that, that, that exactly what they're going to do and how they're going to do it. And if you want me to reiterate, I, glad, I kindly will right now. I gladly will. The plan is, right now, to keep indicting Trump in all of these different jurisdictions. The one that's probably going to stick will be the trial that's scheduled for later I think or later next year, right before the election, I think it's around May, the D.C. trial, where they're going to basically bring Trump up on charges of starting an insurrection for January 6th because they stole an election and people protested, so then a bunch of agent provocateurs, FBI informants and agents went and infiltrated a crowd and provoked them into uh, you know, committing crimes that they were being entrapped into, which then they used as a pretext to start imprisoning the political opposition leaders uh, to their criminally corrupt party, which is exactly what happens in a banana republic. But beside that, they're going to use that conviction, which will shortly come from the 90% liberal jury in D.C., and then they're going to go state to state and say, look, judge, we need to remove Trump from the ballot. So they're laying the groundwork now. Now it's up in Wyoming. So all of our friends and listeners up in Wyoming, the Laramie-based attorney, his name is Tim Newcomb, N-E-W-C-O-M-B. Go look him up. Make sure you go and, and find out what's going on up there, folks, and let me know what you think. You're listening to KHNC 1360 AM. This is Just Form Talk Radio. Call or text all of our lists of Wyoming. Tell me what you think about this. Do you want this to happen? The number is 877-536-1360. We'll be back after a short break. Stay tuned. Nine eleven. The Podesta emails. Epstein Island. Hunter's laptop. The 2020 stolen election. What truths are they hiding? Find out this and more on Just Inform Talk Radio, weekdays from 7 to 9 a.m. All of your electronic devices can be severely damaged by lightning bolts and power surges. Even worse, an EMP attack can destroy everything, leaving our technology-dependent society with no technology. But don't let that be you. Go to EMPShield.com and put KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield is an electromagnetic pulse, solar flare, and lightning protection system made to protect you and your electronics. Again, go to EMPShield.com and type KHNC in the promo code box. EMPShield.com. Just Forum Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. 
Over the break, we had another texter text in and say, it's not proof there is no God, it's proof that she does not have God's blessing or God's protection. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't want to say, I'm not going to speak on behalf of God and say that that is His will, that this all happened. But I will say this, that my understanding of Christianity, my understanding of the biblical scriptural tenets that I follow and believe is that when you reject God, bad things happen. So for her to say that that her being injured is proof there is no God, well, she's rejected God, so I can't be surprised that bad things are happening, if that makes sense. But I appreciate the text nonetheless. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is essentially what happens. But beyond that, I want to also point out that, like I was talking about with what happened on January 6th, it's already becoming clear. If you want more evidence of the corruption, I'm going to play a clip here. This is Representative Clay Higgins taking testimony in, in Capitol Hill and adhering from FBI Director Christopher Wray. And what they essentially have found is that there were ghost buses that arrived on January 6th filled with FBI informants that were then released and disseminated throughout the crowds, but that never happened. We're all crazy conspiracy theorists. Listen to this. Correct. Last year, you might recall, sir, our exchange regarding the FBI's involvement on January 6th and prior. I'm happy to jog your memory to quote, according to the record, I ask you, did you have confidential human sources dressed as Trump supporters positioned inside the Capitol on January 6th prior to the doors being opened? You responded, I quote, again, I have to be very careful of what I say. To which I said, it should be a no. Can you not tell the American people no? We did not have confidential human sources dressed as Trump supporters positioned inside the Capitol on January 6th. A year has passed. We sit here again a year later. We, the people, still do not have a definitive answer from you or anyone else in the Biden administration regarding the FBI presence and participation in the months leading up to the November election, and in the weeks and days prior to January 6th and on January 6th here in D.C. We can't get a straight answer, although we have a tremendous amount of evidence harvested and reviewed over the course of the last year, which you will see in September. Stephen D'Artano formerly in charge of the FBI's field office in Washington, D.C., testified to the House Judiciary Committee that he was aware the FBI informants would attend the Stop the Steal rally thrown on January 6th. You confirmed that the FBI had confidential human sources at the Stop the Steal rally on January 6th here in D.C., sir? Congressman, as we've discussed before, I'm not going to get into where we have or have not used confidential human sources. But what okay, I can we'll tell move you, on. you asked for a definitive answer. We'll move answer. on. It's my time. You said no. You're not going to answer. That's cool. We're watching. Mr. Chairman, may you're, I answer the question? Your moment, your moment will come. This is my time. Earlier this year, an FBI informant who is reported to have, quote, his quote, under oath, 
marched to the U.S. Capitol with fellow Proud Boys members on January 6th. Close quote. He said he was communicating with his FBI handler while people were entering the U.S. Capitol. Can you confirm that the FBI had that sort of engagement with your own agents embedded within the crowd on January 6th? If you are asking whether the violence at the Capitol on January 6th was part of some operation orchestrated by FBI sources and or agents, the answer is emphatically You're saying not. no? No. You're saying no? Not okay. violence orchestrated Let's by FBI on. sources or agents. Are you familiar with, with, you know what a ghost vehicle is? Director, director of the FBI certainly should. You know what a ghost bus is? A ghost bus? Ghost bus. I'm not sure I've used that term before. Okay. Well, it's pretty common in, in law enforcement. It's, it's a vehicle that's that's used for secret purposes. It's painted over. They show the ghost bus. They show us that they were busing in agents. Stay tuned. More to come. Get ready to embark on an extraordinary journey with Kelvin Crosby, better known as the Deaf Blind Potter, and his over 15 million followers right here on KHNC every Monday at 5 o'clock p.m. Kelvin will motivate you and show you how to live beyond life's challenges right here on AM 1360. This is Tammy with Naturally Inspired Health Network. We created a group with real solutions for healthy living. Providers with products and services we trust. Need pain relief? Christy Sullivan, Vitality for Life. Want acupuncture? Debbie Ireland, Touch of the East. Looking for a medical doctor? Dr. Sharon Montez, Living Well Health Group. Solutions for health insurance? Wendy Scipioni, MPB Health. NaturallyInspiredHealthNetwork.com. Connecting people with real solutions for health. Listening to KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. The Rockies. The Rockies. I'm Neil Cavuto, and this is the Fox Business Report. Home building picked up last month. Housing starts, groundbreakings for new homes rose 1.9 percent in October. Permits for new construction were up 1.1 percent. The numbers are stronger than expected. Economists were predicting a decline in both. Home builders have been offering deals on mortgages and incentives to attract buyers. There's a sign people are pulling back, even at discount stores. BJ's wholesale earnings top forecast, but sales declined slightly in the recent quarter. Gap shares are rallying, up more than 18%. Gap has been dealing with weaker sales, but now the slump appears to be reversing with the company's new management. Old Navy, which is the Gap discount line, saw sales up 1% in the recent quarter. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Jim Kosola, invested in you. Recent data from the FDIC reveals 53 top banks could soon collapse just like Silicon Valley Bank. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon, and I urge you to diversify your savings today using a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. To find out more, get a free info kit on gold IRAs from Birch Gold Group by texting the word SHELTER to 989898. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. So text SHELTER to the number 989898 and protect 
What's your it's a perfect time to plant trees during the Tree Farm's 50-cent tree sale. Buy the first tree at regular price and get a second tree for only 50 cents. Choose from thousands of carryout-sized shade trees, flowering trees, evergreen trees, and more. Buy one 7- to 8-foot tall flowering tree for only $269.50 and get another tree for only 50 cents. That's two 7-gallon trees for only $270. You take I-25 to exit 235, then 5 miles west to the Tree Farm. Bleed stop. Clinically proven and FDA cleared to stop even arterial bleeds. Pour it into the wound, apply direct pressure, and clotting occurs in seconds. No stinging or burning. Minor cuts or major wounds. Bleed stop is a must for first aid kits, backpacks, and trauma bags. Find bleed stop by clicking on the bleed stop button on the 1360 KHNC webpage. Products and prices listed on the KHNC website are 20% off the regular bleed stop website prices. Get yours today. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Just Informed Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. This is hour two of the Just Informed Talk Radio show. And, of course, you guys know it. It's Friday, which means that this is Tinfoil Friday. And thus begins the entrance we make into the rabbit hole as we take the red pill and dive headfirst in. Now, today's Tinfoil Friday is going to be a bit of a compilation of different stories. We're going to talk about some other things. Uh, that are pertinent toward events that are happening now and some stories that are uh, pertinent toward events that could happen and stories, of course, that the fake news doesn't want us to talk about, doesn't want us to examine. So we're going to take a step away from uh, kind of current events and current news stories, and we're going to basically jump into some bigger stories that I think matter very much uh, that give us a better idea of where we're at. So I guess where we're going to start here is with FDA officials now. And this is kind of a newer story, but it ties in with what uh, we're going to talk about here in a second as well. Top FDA officials were uh, accepted jobs with Moderna after playing key roles in the licensure of the COVID-19 vaccines. So a new uh, BMJ investigation reveals a revolving door between FDA officials tasked with regulating COVID-19 vaccines and the companies who manufacture them. Two high-level regulatory officials with the U.S. Food and Drug Administration involved in vaccine oversight uh, accepted jobs at Moderna just months after signing off on the licensure of the company's COVID-19 vaccine, according to a British medical journal investigation. The report by Peter Doshi, associate professor at the University of Maryland School of Pharmacy and senior editor at the British Medical Journal, reveals a long-standing revolving door between the FDA and pharmaceutical companies whose products it regulates and raises questions about the impartiality and independence of top FDA regulators. So 
Dr. Dorian Fink, or Doran Fink, is a phys- physician scientist experienced in regulation and clinical development licensure of vaccines and related biological products and was deeply involved in the vaccine regulation at the FDA more than 12 years, according to his LinkedIn profile. Uh, the report that just was released says that Dr. Fink started his FDA career as a clinical reviewer in 2010, worked his way up to the Deputy Director of Division of Vaccines-Related Product Applications within the FDA Office of Vaccines Research and Review, where he led a team of medical officers focused on infectious diseases and related biological projects. During the COVID pandemic, Dr. Fink was a prominent voice on COVID vaccines and which population groups should receive them. He spoke on behalf of the FDA at numerous meetings, and it goes on to say that he presented at the meetings held by the CDC, Council on Prevention Advisory, which is a committee on immunization practices, that the FDA's principal operative is to implement these vaccinations. As part of his role, he advised vaccine manufacturers on vaccine development throughout the pandemic and coordinated expedited review of regulatory submissions. This is all a sign of a revolving door, obviously, that exists between our institutions that are meant to regulate and the institutions that are uh, actually creating these products. So why do I bring this story up first? Well, because it ties directly into a letter that's now circulating in Uh, It's been verified, I think, because of the fact that many people have been receiving this. But get this. So the Department of the Army has been sending out letters, according to these reports online, that read, Dear former service member, we write to notify you of new Army guidance regarding the correction of military records for former members of the Army following rescission of the COVID-19 vaccination requirement. As a result of the rescission of all current COVID-19 vaccination requirements, former soldiers who were involuntarily separated for refusal to receive the COVID-19 vaccination may request a correction of their military records from either or both the military or the Army Discharge Review Board and or the Army Board of Correction or military of military records. Individuals may request a, to a, a correction to military personnel records, including records regarding the characterization of discharge by submitting a crest to those boards online. It goes on and says, individuals who, do, who, who desire to apply to return to service should contact their local Army, U.S. Army Reserve, or Army National Guard recruiter for more information. Individuals may locate an Army recruiter and give us a website there. So what do we know? Okay. We know that there's an incestuous relationship between the, the boards that are supposed to be overseeing the regulation of these vaccines and the companies producing these vaccines. And now it's come out that the Army is desperately seeking to have the members of the service who left due to their rejection of uh, the COVID vaccine to come back. They're going as far as to say that they can return to service by simply contacting their local uh, recruiter. Now, this goes uh, kind of dovetails in with what I've talked about with J.D. here on the show before, you know, J.D. Deplorable from Swamp Fight, where he talked about uh, stories of Army recruiters being uh, activated and brought out 
so that they could start a push for more soldiers, meaning we're probably heading toward a larger conflict, especially with what's going on in the Middle East right now. But beyond that, there is actually even more uh, information that we need to parse through here with Russia's new nuclear missile test, right? And I'm not trying to do this to fearmonger. I'm trying to do this to keep people aware of what's going on. Russia's recent nuclear missile test serves as a warning to the United States, reads the article. So Russia has launched nuclear missile test strikes on American uh, or Russia launches a nuclear missile test strike on Americans from a new submarine. That's right. This is this test of an intercontinental ballistic missile from a nuclear new nuclear submarine was no doubt a warning to America. And uh, it, it goes on that the question is, does our government think this is just all fun and games? And the answer is obviously they think that, but we know it is not. And. <clears throat> I guess that could tie directly into this story I have here, which again, Tinfoil Friday, we're kind of jumping around all over the place, but don't worry because I have plenty of stories to jump from one to another, is that there's a FEMA map that resurfaced recently that shows areas most at risk of being targeted by nuclear warheads in a war. Now remember... If there were a nuclear war that broke out here, it would be disastrous and deadly, and it would it would be very costly to the American population. But moreoverly, it would a lot depend heavily on where you are in this country. And there's a map that was created back in 2015, but that came out and resurfaced not too long ago that highlights the areas where you would probably not want to be near. Obviously, population centers like New York, D.C., uh, Chicago, Houston, Los Angeles, and San Francisco would be on the top of the list, but there are other places that you probably wouldn't want to be near. Uh, in a 500 warhead scenario, only the state of Wyoming in the lower 48 doesn't get targeted, although in such a scenario, Cheyenne is still likely to experience the drastic effects of a nuclear strike due to its proximity to, you guessed it, Fort Collins and Greeley, in neighboring Colorado, which are highlighted as potential targets. So that was the 500 warhead scenario. Now in a 2000 warhead scenario, uh, this would include large, dense clusters of potential warhead targets all along Colorado, Montana, North Dakota, and Wyoming, with hundreds of targets spread out over the lower 48. But the large clusters in that area where would be including military bases and nuclear warhead storage facilities where intercontinental ballistic missile silos are held. So us here in the front range, if there were a 500 nuclear warhead scenario, we could imagine some pretty dire effects from what happens to Fort Collins and Greeley, which would be a part of that, and probably Denver. But in a 2,000 warhead scenario, essentially this entire area from northeast Colorado into southwest or southeast Wyoming into Nebraska would be, and into northwest Nebraska would be heavily targeted because of all the military bases and nuclear silos that they have in this area. So just food for thought, if you're going to be prepping, 
Listen, I mean, Tinfoil Friday is not just conspiracies. It's also just information that's going to help us if stuff hits the fan. Stay tuned. We'll be back after the break. The Blue Dragon Spa is a man-friendly spa with women bringing their husbands and significant others in for pedicures all the time. Men's feet hurt, too. Don't forget. Blue Dragon Spa, 1811 Hover Street, Suites A&B, Longmont, Colorado, 720-680-0492. Hi, folks. This is Pastor Bruce Miller with the Foothills Baptist Church family. Join us Sunday afternoons from 3 to 4 for the Foothills Baptist Gospel Hour. That's Sunday afternoons, 3 to 4, here on 1360 AM. Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. And, you know, it's Sinful Friday because we are going down the rabbit hole and continuing with other stories. You know, one of the big stories I wanted to talk about today has to do with false flags, right? What is a false flag? Well, a false flag is essentially an event that may be used to achieve goals that nefarious actors have not been able to achieve otherwise without such an event happening. Meaning, at some point, an attack will be made, and the, the flag behind the attack, meaning the, the progenitors of the attack, the proponents of it, the, the perpetrators, that they will be cast as one thing when in reality they are another, and the whole point is to have the ends achieve the goal whatever that may be. For instance, a lot of people have talked about 9-11 as a false flag event, and people would ask, well, how would that have worked? Well, if you do believe that 9-11 may have been an inside job, then you'd understand how that could be perceived as a false flag, understanding that the government seeking to expand its military-industrial complex war footing in the Middle East would have either allowed or purposefully perpetrated the events of 9-11 in order to facilitate a larger expansion of military conflict throughout the Middle East, which is exactly what we saw subsequently after those attacks, where a man like Osama bin Laden, who was an agent at one point working with the CIA, eventually becomes this rogue existential threat to the American people at large living in a cave that nobody can find and pulling off one of the most complex and most highly coordinated terror attacks in the history of the world in a matter of hours on one day which then is used as a pretext to start a war in Afghanistan and a war in Iraq and then it was subsequently thereafter used 
to facilitate the implementation of the Patriot Act, which was essentially the deconstruction of the Bill of Rights and the First Amendment and the Fourth Amendment, among others. So that is something that we look at as possibly a false flag. We look at it from the perspective of, you know, we all, most of us at least, were around when that happened, and we know what happened that day, and we know the after effect. We know the massive wave of patriotism that, that followed shortly thereafter and how that patriotism and that, that patriotic pride was manipulated into a sort of fervor and cultish mentality where if you didn't support the government taking incredibly egregious actions that were widespread and, and, and completely uh, over the top, then you were essentially supporting the terrorists. Namely, the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan and the Patriot Act and uh, the, the other things. Now, it wasn't just 9-11, if you'll recall, in that time. Shortly following 9-11, we had a slew of anthrax attacks, and, and namely, one attack in particular, which was targeted at... I believe two U.S. senators was an interesting case study in why we shouldn't trust the government because we've never figured out or had any arrests, as far as I know, of anybody involved with the uh, mailing of anthrax or at least nothing substantive given what we know about the anthrax itself, meaning from what I've read in reports and understood it to be, Feel free to fact check me on this if you're listening and you want to, 877-536-1360. But one of the strains of anthrax that was used in these mail-in terror attacks that followed shortly after 9-11 was a fort in Maryland called Fort Detrick, which is a bioweapons lab, similar to the one in Yuhan and other places. And you have individuals who received this anthrax in Congress being some of the sole opposition to the implementation of the U.S. US uh, Patriot Act. Which again, if you're trying to make a argument for an expansion of government power, what better way than to have a massive terror attack put people in a state of fear, which then can be used to manipulate them through the propaganda machines you own and operate through the fake news, which then in turn can directly allow you to do even more nefarious uh, things with a manipulated population. Now, a lot of people are drawing similarities with what happened in Israel. Right? A lot of people, even Israel itself, has been calling these October 7th attacks from Hamas Israelis 9-11. And... If, in fact, it is Israel's 9-11, then that would make some serious questions about where this attack came from. I've said here on the show many times that I truly do believe that it is unlikely that several of the foremost intelligence services in the world, namely the CIA, Mossad, and others, were incapable of seeing this action being prepped, planned, 
and initiated as a, a massive attack as it was against Israel and its southern border where Gazan Hamas terrorists paraglided in and slaughtered individuals in neighborhoods and at a music festival as you all already know now people would ask well why would you want that well I have a few ideas people are suggesting that the to go put our tinfoil hat on people are suggesting that the Israeli genocide of Gaza that is happening in response to this terror attack may actually be motivated by Palestine's maritime natural gas reserves along with obviously the desire to wipe Gaza off the map but what this report from Ethan Huff talks about is that back in 2013 it was reported that Israel was set to become a major exporter of gas and some oil at some point in the future but only if all went to plan we now know a little more about the plan and what it actually entailed it actually entails now according to this report the total annihilation of the Palestinian people and the seizing of the rest of their land Benjamin Netanyahu, the Prime Minister of Israel, has been uh, salivating over for many years this land, including clearing out Gaza and confiscating all the maritime offshore gas reserves, which according to certain reports are worth upwards of multiple billions of dollars. One thing Israel really wants to get its hands on, according to the article, is the Gazan Offshore Natural Gas Reserve specifically those tied to what BG, the BG group found in 1999 as well as the discoveries in Levant in 2013 there was a secret memorandum authored by Israel's Ministry of Intelligence which was recommending the forcible and permanent transfer of the Gaza Strip's 2.2 million Palestinian residents to Egypt, Egyptian, the Egyptian Sinai Peninsula this uh, report dated October 13, 2023 bears the official logo of the Israeli intelligence ministry and it recommends a full population transfer of everyone currently living in the Gaza Strip to a new concentration camp in the Sinai Peninsula and this would allow Israel not only to annex the land but also steal the lucrative fossil fuel resources that exist there now I'm not saying that that is what is happening but it is an interesting observation and thought that similar to what we saw happen in the United States post 9-11 with the expansion of the wars in the Middle East which as we all know now is, is, is and was mainly about oil, the preservation of the petrodollar and interest in bringing companies corporations from the United States into the Middle East so that they could exploit the resources there not not just oil there were others I mean Afghanistan is one of the largest untapped sources for a number of different natural resources in the world but beyond that it goes to show you that there always in my opinion there's always more going on than meets the eye and when we talk about false flags it does get into the tinfoil hat conspiracy zone because most people when they hear uh, you know false flag it's one of those keywords which as I explained in a previous uh, 
Tinfoil Friday is this knee-jerk reaction that's been installed in us to create certain assumptions when applied or when talking about anybody labeled a conspiracy theorist. They're all essentially fallacies, but they're used as a the term is is been created to be used as a pejorative conspiracy theory to marginalize and discredit whoever challenges the pronouncements and edicts of the state and the establishment so that both public and private entities who control the state are able to continue to profit off of those who are subservient to the state and i talked about in that report specifically how the term conspiracy theorist is used to shut down people's brains and ability to critically think, essentially making it so that people are signaled that they should automatically reject all offered facts and evidence because something is labeled or deemed a conspiracy theory or a false flag or one of these key words that are manipulated and twisted by the fake news to be weaponized and then sold to the public as being crazy, wild, lunatic, deranged, you know, mentally ill thoughts. And my argument simply is this. If we're willing to believe, some of us, that the implications of 9-11 and the, the progenitors of that who either helped facilitate it or just allowed it to happen had much more nefarious intention behind it or like Rahm Emanuel said they knew how to seize on the opportunity created through a crisis then why wouldn't it stand to reason that what's happening in Israel may possibly be something and similar and look it's not to undersell the heinous tragedy and attack horrific loss of life tragic murdering of innocent people as not to undersell that or to, to say that that's not important but it is to say that there may be more to it so and you go back historically and you look at things like Operation Northwoods right Operation Northwoods is, is a, an exact example of plans that have become publicly known that people just disregard and pretend never happened it's still not common knowledge and definitely not something they're teaching our children in public schools and this is something you're not going to hear on the fake news which is why I'm here on a tinfoil Friday segment about to take time to explain what Operation Northwoods was and why it's so vitally important to understand that especially with regard to 9-11 and what's happened in Israel on October 7th with this terror attack and so many other things which we have come now to recognize as possibly being a part of false flag operations. And this is not, these are just, there's, there's a widely known one I'm using 9-11 and a more recent one with this October 7th thing, but that's not to say that those are the only two. There are other examples that we can go through the list is very long but when we come back what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take you through what Operation Northwoods was what it is what it was meant to do and 
when you are confronted this Thanksgiving, inevitably, which is coming up very soon next week, at the dinner table with your liberal family members who tell you that you are just a conspiracy theorist. I want you to hit them with this. Tell them, have you ever heard of Operation Northwoods? Oh, you think our government loves us and would never do anything to harm us, to, to enact a, a, an operation or to affect its will? Well, let me tell you a story. And this story I'm going to tell you when we come back. You're going to want to stay tuned. And if you want to call or text, the number's always open, 877-536-1360. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. We'll be back after a short break. As 1360 continues to grow, we want to know what our listeners think. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Give us your feedback. Go to 1360KHNC.com and hit the contact button and give us your thoughts. Hi, this is Craig James from Just Informed Talk Radio, and I'm here to tell you about my kind CBD products. I have been using these products myself, and I can tell you this is the highest quality CBD product I've ever used in my life. My kind CBD products are 100% THC free, locally sourced from Colorado hemp farmers, and they're organic. And if you want, you can give them a shot today by going to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. And when you do, make sure you try out everything from the sunscreen, to the lotion, to the salve, to the retinol cream, to the tinctures, to the cocoa, to the coffee, to the tea, everything in between. And make sure you try out the pet products as well. They have pet shampoo and pet tincture. You're not going to be disappointed. These products are white labeled and sold in high-end stores and boutique salons for two, three, and four times the price you're going to be paying at 1360KHNC.com slash shop straight from the manufacturer. So go there and buy your products today, and I know you're going to become a repeat customer just like me. Hi, everybody. Glenn Tate, co-host of Prepping 2.0. Shelby Gallagher here. Join us Saturdays at 9 a.m. Right here on 1360 KHNC. Where we bring you great ideas to take your preps to the next level. Just One Talk Radio, I'm your host, Craig James. And of course, you're listening on Friday, which means it is Tinfoil Friday, which we do every Friday here on the Just Form Talk Radio Show. Today is no different. So, before we get going further into what I was trying to explain and talk about what Operation Northwoods was and how that, you know, is important to understand with regard to looking at false flag operations in general and how we should be skeptical when we see things and not just believe everything at face value, especially if it's being regurgitated by the fake news. I want to take a second and thank one of the sponsors of the show. That is My Kind CBD Products, and if you haven't tried them out, give them a shot today. I uh, use these products. I believe in them. I think they're great. Uh, all you got to do is go online to 1360KHNC.com shop. You can get your My Kind CBD Products today. They have everything. They have tinctures. 
They have topicals like lotion and uh, salve, retinol cream, sunscreen. They also have products like pet products, which are, you know, pet tinctures and pet shampoos to keep your pets healthy and uh, going strong. They also have drinks like coffee, tea, cider, and uh, cocoa. All of these products, too, as I said before, are available at 1360khnc.com slash shop. This is the highest quality THC. It's all from locally uh, grown Colorado hemp, and it is organic. It is tested in a lab to ensure the highest quality and that there's no uh, you know, contaminants or anything dangerous in it. There's absolutely no THC in it, so you don't have to worry about any. It's not going to affect any drug testing as far as I uh, no, if you, there is no THC, that shouldn't be a problem as far as drug tests. That's what they test for. It's the psychoactive ingredient in um, cannabis. But CBD is different. It has healing properties. It's it's medicinal. It's something that uh, you should check out if you're if you haven't tried it yet. You know, give it a shot. Uh, make sure you go to 1360khnc.com/shop, and when you check out. After you've picked your products and you're checking out online, there's a little box that says comments, like if you're going to leave a comment. Just say, Craig sent me, Just a Form Talk sent me, or whatever. It helps me out, but more importantly than that, these products are going to help you out, and I want to say thanks to them for sponsoring the Just Informed Talk radio show. Okay, now, what are we going to do? We're going to talk about Operation Northwoods. Now, I talked about this in regard to, you know, a current event, the October 7th Israeli terror attack where Hamas paraglided in and committed atrocities that were just unbelievably gruesome. And what's fascinating is that now we're learning that the Associated Press, I believe, and other media organizations had reporters embedded with the terrorist. And if you believe that Western intelligence services were completely unaware that this attack was going to happen then I got a bridge to sell you on some beachfront property in Idaho because it's just not believable. However, this is what they're going to sell it to you as being that it was just something that wasn't on their radar. We couldn't know. How could we know? Oh, we're so shocked. But conveniently, we can turn Gaza into a parking lot and seize billions of dollars worth of offshore assets. So... You know, you know, win-win, convenient, and I mean that in the sense that we're talking about false flags. We talked a little bit about 9/11, but people who doubt that the government plots and plans these kind of false flag operations are not taught in school or through the media that exists about things like Operation Northwoods. So, what happened during a proposed? event called Operation Northwoods in 1962, it's still not common knowledge. But I have a report here that explains it fairly well. Operation Northwoods was a proposed false flag operation against American citizens that originated within the U.S. Department of Defense and the United States government in 1962. Operation Northwoods proposal proposals called for the CIA to both stage and actually commit acts of terrorism against American military and civilian targets. 
blaming them on the Cuban government and using that terror attack to justify a war against Cuba. Now, this was a very interesting time. And back in 1962, some of the possibilities that were considered among this operation in this, uh, uh, in this uh, project that was, uh, or this operation that was suggested, it included things like assassinating Cuban immigrants, sinking boats of Cuban refugees on the high seas, hijacking planes to be shot down or given the appearance of being shot down, blowing up a U.S. ship, and orchestrating violent terrorism in U.S. cities. Now, what's interesting to note about Operation Northwoods is the timing. This is in 1962. Now, if you recall who the president was at that time, a man by the name of John F. Kennedy Jr. Now, John or not, was he Junior? John, John Kennedy, JFK. Junior was his son. JFK, who was president at the time, has come out and gave a speech where he made these comments, which I've played here on the show before, and I'll play here again, but I'll let you decide for yourself what, in fact, JFK was talking about when he made these words and made this speech not too long ago. Let me see if I can pull this up. I have the clip right here. I want to play this. This is JFK. Now, I want to play this clip again because I cannot stress this clip enough. So remember, the time is Operation Mockingbird, or uh, not Mockingbird, Operation Northwoods, was a proposed false flag operation against the United States, uh, against American citizens, in order to facilitate war against Cuba. And this is a speech, and, and the President of the United States was John F. Kennedy. Here is a speech John F. Kennedy gave back in and around this time. Opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweigh the dangers which are cited to justify it. Even today, there is little value in opposing the threat of a closed society by imitating its arbitrary restrictions. Even today, there is little value in ensuring the survival of our nation if our traditions do not survive with it. And there is very grave danger that an announced need for increased security will be seized upon by those anxious to expand its meaning to the very limits of official censorship and concealment. That I do not intend to permit to the extent that it's in my control. And no official of my administration, whether his rank is high or low, civilian or military, should interpret my words here tonight as an excuse to censor the news, to stifle dissent, to cover up our mistakes, or to withhold from the press and the public the facts they deserve to know. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence 
on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. It is a system which has conscripted vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly knit, highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific, and political operations. Its preparations are concealed, not published. Its mistakes are buried, not headlined. Its dissenters are silenced, not praised. No expenditure is questioned, no rumor is printed, no secret is revealed. There you go. So, I mean, when we're talking about Operation Northwoods and the timing, 1962, this was proposed to JFK, and what did he do? He rejected it. And then we all know what happened in 1963. They blew his brains out. Stay tuned. We'll be back. You're listening to Justice Form Talk Radio. We'll be back after the break. Hi, this is Ron Tafoya, owner and operator of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Men's clothing to women's fashions, we clean it all. Give us a call with all your cleaning questions. If we don't clean it, we might have a solution. We have two locations to serve you in Severance and Fort Collins. Please call us at 970-775-0623. 970-775-0623. This is Rick Rodriguez, host of The Present Truth, Monday through Friday, 2 to 3. Topics, American World Hegemony, the New World Order, Secret Societies, One World Religion, Weather Warfare, International Wars, Transhumanism. Join me, 1360 KHNC. Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. And so we talked about Operation Northwoods, and we talked about the false flag attacks and what they mean, and I think we, we did a good job covering all of that. So finally, on our Conspiracy Day, our Tinfoil Friday, which we do every Friday, I want to talk about uh, another story. It's a little bit unrelated, but it is related to kind of how our society has continued to collapse and and how it's being engineered scientifically to collapse. Uh, And that's a lot of these things are are observed in an experiment. And I want to read to you an article that talks about the Calhoun mouse utopia experiments and how they are coming true for humanity as self-annihilation infanticide and gender distortions become commonplace. Now, this, this article, I think, is, is wildly important. This is by Mike Adams. He wrote this, and it says, In the 1960s, a scientist named John Calhoun created a mouse t- utopia where populations of mice would enjoy everything they needed, essentially without effort. Unlimited food, water, living space, population growth, without predators, and so on. It started with eight mice who began to reproduce quickly, enjoying their newfound utopia with unlimited resources. Within four years, however, the population had become extinct. 
self-annihilation, even though all the or through self-annihilation, even though all the resources it needed for survival were readily available, including ample space to live. What happened to Calhoun's mice? Well, he repeated the experiment multiple times using mice and rats. Each time the outcome was the same, extinction within 1,588 days. Populations began to collapse around 560 days. For reasons discussed below, which we'll get into here, it says, in today's world we're facing a self-inflicted annihilation of humankind, almost perfectly reflecting the observations from Calhoun's mouse utopia experiments. And... Now it's the only difference being that's happening with humans. A bioethicist named Jan Cuba has written extensively about this on a site called uh, Psychophysics of Life. And there's a page dedicated to it where he describes one of the most important in human history uh, experiments. And he delves into it. So here, I'm going to read what happened, right? Phase A, strive period. They establish territories and make nests. First children are born. Phase B, day 105, exploit period. Rapid population growth and social hierarchy is established. Offspring higher in those with social dominance. Phase C, day 315, stagnation phase. Population growth slows. Males become feminized. Females become aggressive, taking over roles of males. Violence becomes common. Social disorder skyrockets. Male mice begin to assume female roles. Mouse transgenderism. Mouse, rat, homosexuality begins to emerge. Pedophilia grows rampant as they begin mounting the young. Fertility falls in females and mothers reject their young. What is that? Does that sound familiar? Phase D, day 560, death phase. Population collapses. No young surviving. No longer any conception. Non-reproducing females resort to eating, grooming, and sleeping. No interest in socialization. No social skills learned by remaining survivors. No ability to be aggressive, which means no ability to defend their young or their nests. Avoidance of all stressful activities, including anything resembling competition. Preoccupation with grooming and physical attractiveness. Inability to navigate challenges of the real world. Only, to outer, only the outer appearance of being superior, but lacking cognitive and social skills. Totally unable to reproduce, raise young, or compete for anything. Kuban, Jan Kuban, writes, John Calhoun's collaborator conclusions going on. The larger the population, the less care a mother gives to her nest and young. Non-academic conclusions drawn by people educated in life. The principal factor is the lack of social education in the young. Due to the abundance of food and water and lack of predators, there is no need to perform any actions to acquire resources and or avoid danger. So the young have no opportunity to see such actions. Learn bad pupils often lose their lives and later use them effectively. Utopia. When, no one, ha or when one has everything at any moment for no expenditure, Declining, uh, declines come in responsibility, effectiveness, and awareness of social dependence. And finally, as Dr. Calhoun's studies showed, leads to self-extinction. Contrarily, difficult conditions instigate better coping mechanisms for the population, leading to its growth and strengthening and reinforcement. The turning point in this mouse utopia, Calhoun observed, occurred on day 315, 
When the first signs appeared of a breakdown in social norms and structure, aberrations included the following. Females abandoning their young, males no longer defending their territory, and both sexes becoming more violent and aggressive. Deviant behavior, sexual and social, mounted with each passing day. The, the last thousand mice to be born tended to avoid stressful activity and focus their attention increasingly on themselves. I mean, I, I, you can see with this experiment how our society and the abundance that we have is almost mirroring what we're seeing happen in these experiments. The self-obsession, the, the, the transgenderism, the homosexuality, the lack of a desire to do anything other than obsess over one's self. But the article goes on and says, Many scientists have dismissed any link between Calhoun's mouse utopia experiments and human society, but in the years since these conclusions were drawn, human society has come to strikingly resemble the self-annihilation tendencies of the mice. For example, in human society today, we note that socialism, progressivism, teaches children that competition is bad, everyone's a winner is the mantra of our time, and this creates an environment where children are not challenged. In fact, it is no longer even socially acceptable to subject children to, to any challenge at all. Students are selected into colleges merely based on skin color or sexual orientation, and corporations hire people based on precisely the same traits, regardless of merit. As Kubin writes, the principal conclusion of Calhoun's experiment is as follows. The lack of challenges gradually spoils the behavior of subsequent generations of a population. This degeneration is inevitable and leads to eventual uh, self-extinction. Due to the lack of challenges, the extinction of a population is inevitable. It lasts several generations, but it is inexorable. Other things that we've seen, infanticide and abortion in the celebration of killing of the young, rampant homosexuality and transgenderism, pedophilia and exploitation of the young by older members of society, increased violence, collapsing socialization skills exasperated by masks and lockdowns, obsession with self-grooming behaviors as we see demonstrated by today's youth when it comes to selfies and social media, collapse in fertility of both males and females, spontaneous abortion, stillbirths, inability to cope with adversity, bullying of certain individuals in the population, withdrawal from social circles. If these mice had guns, there would be mass uh, mice shootings. Complete withdrawal from biological reproduction as transgenderism, pedophilia, violence, and lunacy takes over. Does it sound familiar to you? It's all here. Go look up the Calhoun mouse mice experiments see for yourself but that's where we're going to leave it when we come back we're going to share the scripture there is hope in this fallen world and we're going to talk about that when we come back stay tuned you're listening to just form talk radio i'm your host craig james we'll be back after the break as 1360 continues to grow, we want to know what our listeners think. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Give us your feedback. Go to 1360KHNC.com and hit the contact button and give us your thoughts. 
Off-Road Automotive offers a wide range of used automobiles for all of your off-road and on-road needs. From classic Jeep CJ7s to high-end sporty Corvettes and everyday commuters, they have a vehicle for you. Bad credit or no credit, no problem. Their professional finance team has you covered. Give them a visit at 1392 Denver Avenue in Fort Lupton or give them a call at 303-502-3230. Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. You guys know at the end of every show, we go and do our God's Grace is Greater segment where we talk about God's grace and how it is truly greater. And we also read the scripture. We, we put ourselves back in scripture to, to get ourselves ready for the day ahead. I know we've just spent a lot of time here talking about some pretty dark and ominous things that happen in this uh, fallen world in which we live. But there is a hope. There is always a hope. The hope that is found is through Christ our Lord. And I want to point everybody back to Him with my life. That's what I want my life to be about. I don't want people to remember me or my name or this show. I want them to remember the name of Jesus. And I hope that that's how you try to live your life as well. Because if we have more people that, that have that as their motivating drive then we can bring this country back. A great revival is on the horizon, and it comes closer every day. The further this country moves away from God, the more people wake up and realize how much we need Him. So, we're going to finish Proverbs today. We're in Proverbs chapter 31. Uh, We've gone through all of Proverbs, and today is no different. We're going to go through the final uh, part of the final chapter, a section entitled, In Praise of a Capable Wife. And I love this passage. It's one of my favorites. And it, it, I'm very blessed to be married to an incredible woman. And uh, I've used this scripture throughout our marriage to remind her of how lucky I am. And I pray that for all of you out there, whether you are married and, and you have a capable wife or you're uh, looking to become married as a man, or you're a woman looking to become married and find a husband, uh, I believe that the Scripture gives us these incredible verses which we can use in our lives. So this this verse is no different, and uh, this is a very powerful verse. So let's go ahead and read it. In praise of a capable wife, it says, Who can find a capable wife? She is far more precious than jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will not lack anything good. She rewards him with good, not evil, all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and works with willing hands. She is like the merchant ships, bringing her food from far away. She rises while it is still night and provides food for her household and portions for her female servants. She evaluates a field and buys it. She plants a vineyard with her earnings. She draws on her strength and reveals that her arms are strong. She sees that her profits are good and her lamp never goes out at night. She extends her hands to the spinning staff and her hands hold the spindle. Her hands reach out to the poor and she extends her hands to the needy. 
She is not afraid for her household when it snows, for all in her household are doubly clothed. She makes her own bed coverings. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Her husband is known at the city gates, where he sits among the elders of the land. She makes and sells linen garments. She delivers belts to the merchants. Strength and honor are her clothing, and she can laugh at the time to come. She opens her mouth with wisdom, and loving instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the activities of her household and is never idle. Her sons rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also praises her. Many women are capable, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord will be praised. Give her the reward of her labor and let her works praise her at the city gates. And I love that verse. And I get up every day and I, and I remember this verse and I thank God that I have a wife. And if you're out there, I have a capable wife, I should say. If you're out there as a woman, these verses are meant to instill wisdom within you so that you can understand what it means to be a wife. And it's not just about you being subservient to the man. It's, it's a relationship of you willingly allowing the man to be the leader, but that man is then tasked with being a righteous man of God who leads you well. And that's how a relationship should work. It is not one person controlling the other. It is a partnership of love built on trust. And I pray that all of you out there will take these words, share them with each other, share them with your spouse and significant other. Talk about what it means to be a capable wife and an honorable husband. So that's where I'm going to leave it. You guys have a great weekend. I want to say next week, I'm not going to be around. I'm going to be off, I think, Thursday and Friday for Thanksgiving, but then I'll be back. I'll be back next week in the beginning of the week. Stay tuned, though. You're listening to Just Informed Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. We'll be back on Monday. Godspeed, and God bless each and every one of you, Patriots. Oh,